Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with Bernard Turignon because he's the only guy we speak to lately. That's often we're talking Not to. True. Him. You spoke to Patrick. And, and well, once in a while, you allow somebody through. I don't think you've even let, uh, you've even let Peter through lately. Uh, Bernard, for all those of you who knew the story, that's going to be a lot of you because we're seeing the market activity. Is a CEO of HPQ Silicon that trades on the venture under HPQ. Uh, and uh, the way to summarize them is they're a Canadian producer of innovative silicon solutions. All right. So that sounds kind of fancy. They're building a portfolio of unique, high value, especially silicon products that are needed for the renewable energy revolution. Uh, and they're doing a two world renowned technology partners. So that's, you know, that's the tagline. But what you need to know about is that they've all received the first order for their spherical nano silicon material from a major automobile manufacturer. And today for the fifth time, we're gonna try and pry that name out of Bernard. They've also signed an NDA with at least two battery players that we know of. And Bernard has hinted that there may be more. Uh, but today's press release was a, was, a, was a big one. HPQ received its first mini generator uh, based on clean hydrogen produced by simply combining water and a powder packet. All right. Uh, that's, that's pretty incredible. Let's get down to the science. Bernard, welcome back, my friend. Ah, thank you. Before we get into um, the Trekkie, and mm -hmm. I, I think you're going to have a demo for us, which is great, or at least be able to show it to us. Mm -hmm. You've been most well-known for silicon. I mean, the name of the company is HPQ Silicon. Yes, Why hydrogen and how are you going to play a role in that side of the renewable energy world? Why, why hydrogen? Well, very simple. Uh, because nanoparticles of silicone or porous silicones are a great, um, uh, are a great provider of hydrogen for a system. Okay, it's a great holder of energy, and it's much easier to have an energy in a dry powder form, okay, than have it in any other form. Form. If you have your choice of having a tank of hydrogen, which could be an explosive thing, you remember the Hindenburg and those type of things. Uh, or you have a powder, you just convert into water, by default, it creates hydrogen, and the only byproduct to do, you leave to the universe is water. What better do you want? Um, so ever since working with Apollon, we realized, well, I've, I've learned to discover that uh, silicone is a great um, tool by which you can extract hydrogen. It's a very efficient way of being able to do that. It's actually one of the, mo the most efficient uh, material. Naturally, as I've said it before, if you have nanoparticle, you'll get for one kilogram, you get 1.4 cubic meters. You have nano for one kilogram, you get two cubic meters. So we're talking about a fantastic amount of hydrogen available in a secure, safe way to store and to use. In the case of electric vehicles, silicon is making the batteries better because they're replacing graphite. That's the holy grail. They can they they, they can do a better outperform graphite. What's the status quo on hydrogen? What are you what are you replacing there with silicon? Well, actually, either you're replacing big infrastructure system like they're doing hydroelectricity and those and other type of system where you get hydrogen generated by hydrolysis. Um, but we're not replacing any other metal. It's a known factor that silicone uh, can do it. 
the limiting factor has always been the cost of the nanoparticles of silicon. So the efforts we are doing in the battery space, which means is making nanoparticle silicon. Yes, I am aware it's silicon O-N. There's no double N-E. There's always some people <laughs> criticizing my silicone each. Pretty sure I'm only going to call it SI. So simplify my life. Anyway, that was a two-second editorial. This being said, um, it's a much more efficient way of carrying the energy. And that's why we're in it. In the battery space, it's going to make battery more efficient. Our strategy has been reducing the cost because we understand as you reduce the cost, you will create a exponential market just for that area. And as we're doing this for batteries, why not do it also for, for, for hydrogen? It's, it's not a very complicated, it's like, it's the same, it's going to be almost the same line of production to make the power, the material for one or the other. But with batteries, we can picture the market, right? We all see Teslas, we all see Priuses, we understand inside of them, uh, they've got specialized battery, we see that. But we don't really run across hydrogen that much, or do we, and we don't realize it. So how big is the market that, you know, how big is, how big is the hydrogen market for you potentially? The, the hydrogen market can be as big as you want to. First of all, if you pay attention okay, to the tea leaves, <laughs> you'll notice that a lot of people now are back to talking about hydrogen. Why? Because it is a clean, renewable resource. It's a clean energy. All right? And it meets the criteria of being autonomous, especially if you're using the nano, the, our nanoparticles. So it's autonomous. It's clean. Um, it has a big capacity to, to move on. So it's always been discussed, but it's like any, like many things, it's until you get the, the price structure and you can scale it up to industrial scale. So it's the same, we're resolving, as we're resolving with our nanotechnology, the capacity to make nanoparticles for batteries, we're also opening the doors for hydrogen. So maybe you're right. Maybe people don't talk a bit as much as Tesla or everything, or, or all these other uh, EV cars. But put yourself back and realize that, wait a minute, I'm in a market that is big, but I'm positioned even before Tesla became known for doing this. When Tesla came in, electric cars were not a new invention. It's just the way he presented it, distributed it, and sold it. So this is what I think investors should, should see. Or anyway, what I saw in this opportunity was the fact that this is a massive market. And we're at the beginning, we're at the first step moving forward toward a serious commercial, commercialization. Just today in, in the Quebec newspaper, they're announcing a second project to build a big hydrogen production plant. But one of the side effects is if we're going to go that route, which where we build massive hydrogen infrastructure, how are you going to carry it? Well, pipeline, well. We have problems with pipeline carrying fuel oil. Okay, if you have a hydrogen one, it's as, as explosive. Okay, so it won't, you know, it won't create damage, but it can do big explosion. So you're going to have the same issues. You have big container trucks of hydrogen carrying them, liquid hydrogen. That could also be an issue. On the other hand, powder, water. There you go. Think so about all the communities in, uh, in in Canadian Great North. They, they have diesel generators that pollute. We can replace them. Over time, we'll be able to replace them. So we're at the beginning of this fantastic technological evolution. Think about it another way. We're just like at the beginning of the computer, right? 
We're old enough to remember the Atari Game Boy, this, this first small computer, Atari 66 or something like that, like those small computers. Everybody was laughing at them and says, what are this? Well, this is the equivalent to what it is. If you imagine what happened, you know, if you got, if you would have bought Apple at that time when they came out their first system, you'd be pretty happy now. So this is how big of a paradigm shift we're talking about. So you foresee a future in the next five, 10 years where it's not that people are using hydrogen today. It's that now as a result of HPQ's powders being able to lock substantially more hydrogen and do it cleanly that you can see diesel generators and all entire industries switch over to hydrogen where it just now becomes powder and water because of HPQ silicone. That is the vision. Okay. That's going to require some work to get an execution, but that's the vision. That's the potential. And this is what the Trekkie represent. Okay. The Trekkie is a first generation of those system. Okay. Consider it like that. The first computers had like puny computer head, computer chips that can barely do three maths calculation. Okay. So if you would have based yourself on the, in the computer industry, looking at those computers and you would have said, well, there's no way you can make money with this. Well, you've been wrong. That's, that's, this, this is the vision I foresee for this. At the same time, HPQ is incredibly positioned. We see this in battery. We see this in hydrogen. And how is that based? Just because working with pyro, we understood that we needed to figure a way to make nanoparticles of silicone at an industrial scale at a price that's cheap enough to replace graphite. So at this stage, is our product cost competitive with all other regard to, to energy? No, but we foresee the future where we can, we can get there. We foresee the pathway we can get there. You know, we, we're not going to have to resolve all the issues today, but we're, we're on the right pathways. Yeah, and you said the same thing about silicon multiple years ago. You're ahead of the curve and here you are. So we have to take that into account that, mm -hmm. you know, you actually know what you're talking about when it comes to, you know, tongue in cheek, but you, uh, you, you get ahead of these curves. Hey, I can't wait until I can get a hydrogen power generator for my house. Right? It will I come. Mean, it will come. I, I can't, I can't wait for that. So let's talk about the Trekkie. All right. That's oh, the by the way, by the way, which what's going to be fun with when you got, when we're going to be up to doing this, these things, what people have to realize is the process where we extract the, uh, the hydrogen with the water is what's known as, um, uh, I had the word, I forgot it. Anyway, it generates heat. It's, uh, oh, I hate it when I have memory blanks. Anyway, anyway, it generates heat when it does that. So at the same time, if you're going to generate your electricity, you'll generate heat to heat your house. And there's no pollution out of those. So it's an exothermic. That's the term I was looking for, exothermic reaction. Yeah, well, that's exciting. So you're talking about today. You're Let's talking see, about those scientific day. words in English, they make, they make my brain work, you know? It's like, sorry. But you're talking about a future in which I'm not just, I don't just have a generator powered by hydrogen and by using HPQ's powder, but you're talking about my whole house at some point. It gets to that point where we don't have to make, we don't have to create dirty, dirty energy off a grid and all the things that come with it. Yeah, that would be, that would, I know we're just spitballing here, but you see that 10 years from now, 15 years from now, how far away you see some that, that, that reality or sooner? Um, it, got, it could get to be sooner because if you understood the dynamics that was behind how the tricky got developed and why it got developed, okay? So often in, in our lifetime is because there's sort of like national emergency or military budgets behind developing those type of technology, so. So that could happen much sooner because it's sort of it's going to become a strategic importance. 
All right, so let's get to the Trekkie, a portable hydrogen-based mini power generator. Yeah. Uh, what have you got for us? Well, first of all, I got to change my background. There we go. Okay. Let me just get this out of the way because I'm seeing myself twice. This is the box in which it comes in. This is the magical box. We're doing our first small cap first. unboxing. You know, we, we, we can have some music here. <laughs> the, equivalent of a, the equivalent of a dancer jumping out of a birthday cake. Well, it's not a dink, it was a tricky. Not big, but it's, it's, it's really three components, okay? Another way, it's really three components. You have here- Put that up for there so we can see it. This is the this is the um, hydrogen reactor. This is where this is oh, the boy. particle in which the um, water and the powder is mixed and generates the hydrogen. And this is the fuel cell that converts it. Okay. Now this was designed you can carry with you in an airplane because there's no battery, there's no lithium, no material. One of the other advantages that this system has, think about it. If you have let let's say that you want to have this as, as an emergency emergency system for for backing up, uh, I can go back and put my, my back screen now. Um, you know, your battery is going to drain out by itself over time, relatively quickly. This is the materials that's shelf stable for five years. So the powders is shelf stable. So you keep your powder there if you need it anytime you have access to it. Um, that's that's one of, that's one of the key points. Right now, it's uh, only I think it's 500 gram bags for. Uh, for one generation of, of uh, for one hour of power. Am I the only one blown away by the fact that you're actually holding up a hydrogen reactor in your hands? I mean, that's no small thing. Like, here's a hydrogen reactor. That's that's no small thing, man. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No, we can see mostly. Yeah. Perfect. I mean that that looks like that looks it's like it's a, a coffee thermos. Yeah, that looks like it's a like, coffee. It's term. the size of a coffee machine. I'm pretty sure the next generation of system will be strong enough to to be able to power your coffee machine. So you can, you know. So Apollon and Pragma jointly developed this. What's each, H, what's each company of their own specialty. Okay, what's each company of their own specialty. Apollon does the um, hydrogen reactor. Pragma did the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the fuel cell. Where HPQ is interested in coming in is working with Apollon to develop the powder. Okay, as I wrote in the press release, right now the cost of nano or porous silicones is so high that it doesn't make any commercial viability, even though it's still highly highly priced in material. But what we envision to be doing for battery space transferred into hydrogen will make us economical. Plus, you'll get more energy. So one of the ways more economical is you'll have, have less material um, in your battery in your bag for the same amount of energy. So right. those, are, those are all the things we're going to be working with Apollon and getting to be developed. And, you know, they've been, they've been working at this for many years. So they, they know where we are. There, there's no big surprise. There's no really big surprise in the material. So there's two materials. There's the silicon nanopowder, mm -hmm. which you're saying could increase the hydro, the hydrogen generated by the, by the system by 40%. Mm -hmm. And then there's porous silicon nanopowder that you think could double the amount of hydrogen release. So that's obviously got to excite Apollon and Pragma as they look to sell these units around the world. 
So well, it's, it's 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 really exciting more Apollon, which is Apollon is the one that designs the um, the, uh, the hydrogen reactor. Pragma designs fuel cells. So for them, whatever the source of fuel cell, this is an interesting, challenging one. It's a portable one. Uh, Pragma developed also a portable bike, you know, a bike powered by hydrogen. Um, so. It's Apollon is really the, the key part here, and Apollon is our partner with the uh, we've been working since 2017. So, is it possible? Because when we look at that unit, by the way, how much is that going to sell? Because people have been asking, how much is um, that going to sell for, and when can investors buy one? I'll have to revert back to the guys in, in France to discuss this. To be totally honest, I've been I've been already surprised by the demands. I've already got five, six, seven uh, requests for information. Uh, I was more excited just to say we got the machine. This is we've we've gone the next step for hydrogen. I've been talking a lot about this. This is one of the it's one of the things. This is what makes it makes it makes HPQ a fun little story. Is just that we're not, as Peter keeps to say, we're not just a one stool story. Um, you know, as we work on the battery space, we got this hydrogen thing going on and we got other things in the background that, that could come out also. So it, it could be fun. But it's going to be for now, Apollon, that's going to that's going to lead the R&D on it because the, obviously Power Genesis is really okay. busy on the battery side, right? No, it's Power, the way people have to realize Pyrogenesis right now is focused on, is what I want them to be focused on, on getting the nano reactor operational, producing powder, doing it in multiple scales and sending it back and forth. So that's where they're focused on. What they do there is sort of like, because we do sub 100 nanometers, we send that material over there, we start working with that one for hydrogen. So it's, it's there's, there's, there's nothing really, there might be, there's gonna be back and forth between Apollo about the, the hydrogen percentage but for, for for what they're doing right now they're perfectly equipped our focus is to get the second machine which we call the gen 2 the pure vap nano reactor 2 yeah the second generation because just to, just to give you an idea about the size of the potential size of the market uh in the press release we mentioned that uh they sold 300 of these units to japan's uh civil civil service civil security services to have these machines basically left in the um, the uh, earthquake shelters. So if ever there's an earthquake, they can get there to just activate it since the, the, the so they, they sold a system with a series of, of bags, each system with a series of, 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 of power packs. And, and I'm sure that's a beta test because 300 is not gonna be enough, you know, Japan has earthquakes. So the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. beta but, test eventually is gonna lead to you know, 3000. It we don't we don't know how how big the, the market could could be for for those small systems. That's very interesting, but just to give you an idea, that three hundred, all right, the just to do the nano the powders they did, which was using a different material. If we were to be using the Gen two reactor, okay, and as a capacity, we, we we talk about a capacity of about three metric ton per year. That would take about at least sixty percent of that output just to meet that demand. So Just go back into nanopowders. Okay, there's a worldwide capacity, maybe you do 10 metric tons. You understand that's another exponential market. And just that's just one order, 300, 300 machine. So the size and scope and scale that we're talking about are mind blowing. So let's yeah, see. Yeah. Let's just do least. it one step at a time, which is what we're doing right now. Um, okay, so what is next step? Because you do have to 
you do have to you, you do have to test and make sure that the silicon either the, the silicon nanopowders or the poor silicon nanopowders well, the, know. we know they work there's no big questions it's it's really down for us to this is why i sort of said so the economic concept we just got to figure out what's going to be our cost structure how we can organize ourselves like there's nothing we're not reinventing the wheel we're just doing a much better way of manufacturing it okay the only other way you can make nanoparticles of silicone is using saline gas and through it through a process like it's just never going to be economical the way you can do pore silicone we know it's not going to be it's not really going to be that economical unless you use our process to do it so it's like okay so it's really starting to scale up we, we you know it's sort of like a chicken and the egg we, we got to organize that there's a demand for powders and in other material the but you also we... but you also impact that demand because if yeah. if you're successful with the poor silicon nanopowders and more than doubles the amount of hydrogen that means yeah but it, it, these, it's, these... it's gonna come back it's gonna come back a question of cost i actually happen to know because i, I know the process required okay it doesn't take a genius there's more step to make to making poor silicone than there is to making our uh, nanopowders right so the way i envision thing is that our nanopowder are going to be the first key step to allow the massive, you know, commercial acceptability of the technology. At a later stage, when the market is big enough, then it then it might have reached the size we can immediately go to go to go to scale to make to make the pores. So, I see this as a phase effect. Our first nano one is going to allow the market to grow big. Second one, the porous might become, you know the second generation to try to improve the generation unless we found a new way of making porous silicone sil uh, porous silicone and hpq becomes the razor blade you know using that mm -hmm. using that example yeah. hpq becomes the razor blades of all these razors around the world that's the it's, it's it, it it almost sounds too simple well, often business plans are incredible. Think about Amazon. Talk about how simple that was. Oh, we're just going to buy and sell things through the internet. Oh, that, that was simple. Well, the execution was a bit more complicated, but fundamentally at the base of it, what is it? A warehouse, a computer, a label, we ship it. Do you have a more complicated business model? Okay, there's more to it than that, but fundamentally, so this is what I'm sort of saying. Sometimes the, um, the the biggest game-changing solutions are the simplest because people don't think about it. People sometimes like to come up with a complicated solution. So what are some basic, we're not going to hold you to them, you're not making a projection, but what are some basic ETAs for ne the next couple of steps? What is the next, what does the rest of 2021 look like on the hydrogen side? Busy. Same thing as the battery side. It's going to be as busy on both sides. We're, you know, I'm hoping that to, to get as many Trekkie as people will want to get at a price competitive and start, start distributing in Canada. It's going to be fun because it's also going to be a start of a bit of a revenue generation. It's not going to be uh, earth chattering, but I could be surprised. Uh, that's one aspect. The second aspect is going to be the powders. Um, getting the powders validated and taking a look at all other aspects where our specific knowledge of silicone nanoparticle silicone and, and hydrogen production can become big so that's going to be market we're going to be taking a look at we're going to continue to work with uh in the battery space uh working with uh, battery manufacturers ev manufacturers uh uh you know 
those, those type of clients looking at what we're doing. Plus, we'll be working with universities also that are very interested in what we're doing. So we're going to have a busy year. Hydrogen, you've mentioned, obviously, it's not the first time we talked about it. Mm -hmm. But it seems like all of a sudden hydrogen, the hydrogen side could be just as big, maybe even bigger than the battery side. Well, if somebody's shocked by this because they don't really bother to read page two of the press release, which does happen to people. Uh, and I believe it was it was me or was Peter that wrote. How do you think I got Peter also excited about the nano part? We've been aware of this market potential. We've been saying it. I think I, I started to talk about it as hydrogen can be a second billion dollar opportunity. So we have one technology, one process to do that gives us $2 billion addressable market industry. And we have, how can I say this? We have, we have created barriers to entries to come into it. Don't buy the hype of somebody in, 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 in quartz saying they're in advanced silicone materials. They're, they're not. Remember that whomever is going to enter the silicone business, the SI business, has the same issue that uh, they're buying their silicone. If they want to go from quartz to silicone, it's a very complicated way. They're going to have to redo what we've done, and they can't copy us because we're, you know, we have a patented process. Plus, we have a lot of uh, knowledge in, into it. So we have what? Essentially, it's, someone's going to have to come up with a brand new process. They can't use the current ones because they're too expensive, too dirty. Your, uh, your process with, uh, with Pyrogenesis is locked down. And we, yeah, and so there are a lot of pretenders out there who are trying to say, quartz silicon, we got it too. We're going. Yeah, I, I, I get that. But, you know, I, I said that seven years ago. So you're seven here behind me. It's, it's just fun now that the market's waking up. What we're doing was so, you know, <laughs> forward thinking. But, you know, for six years, people thought I, I, I was speaking in the wild. <laughs> for six years, I was walking, screaming. The end of the world is coming. The end of the world is coming. Then the end of the world comes as I told you. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. you understand. You understand what I'm sort of saying. Like, yeah, I gotta admit, we, you've we been always ahead knew of we it by stop. years. You've been ahead of this by years, and suddenly people want to jump on. You know, that's like me saying I've got a George got a quartz property, and we're going to get into the silicon business. I mean, but remember, just, we had this argument. We, you, and I had this argument. We're talking. I'm going battery space. Oh, Bernard, don't go in battery space. You're going to be like Joe Blow with the other one, the, the other battery company. Yeah, a few years ago, I said, oh, man, we're going to, because we're solar, we thought solar was first. And then battery said, oh, no, there's so many companies claim to be battery metals companies. See? And, uh, and luckily, and, I didn't listen to you, George. No, no, no. You were going to listen to me, obviously. But yeah, yeah. No, Bernard, full marks, man. You've been ahead of this for, and I can't wait to see, I can't wait to see what's going to happen to HPQ Silicon this decade. I know there's some people talking. They say, I wonder if there's going to be news next week. I wonder if there's going to be. I can't wait to see what HPQ is going to do this decade. You see, there's always, like, this news is out. I, I know by tomorrow or the day after. When's the next news? I sort of got in the custom. I sort of like, I threw in a thick enough, uh, sort of thick skin to, to take it. But still. Those impatient people don't realize clearly the magnitude of even a press release like this one today, do they? Right. They just don't understand. They see a press release, want another one. They're not taking the time to stop and think and hear you and watch you talk about the massive it's, implications of being the first computer chip inside the first little, you know, uh, computer PC 25 years ago. 
mm-hmm. right? They don't realize that that's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger as time goes on. Yeah, and the, 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 the market is, is not going to get smaller, especially now when you have like all the, the, the wind in your back of all the political, social forces that say we, we want green energy. Well, how, how much more green can you get? You put a powder in water, you extract energy, and the, the, and, and the garbage you get is water. Oh, am I missing something? No, no, clearly not. No one's going to that. That's the vision. Okay, so you know, there's going to be ups and down tribulation as we move forward. That's normal. But you know, we're in the right direction, right path, and we have the right technical team to do this. Okay, it's not Bernard. Not Bernard. My job is to find the the top best people to work with. I have that with uh, Apollon. I have that with Pyrogenesis. Uh, We have that now with Pragma for for the for the the fuel cell. And just to get it moving, get it, get it, get it known, get it publicly known. And I think we're, we're doing an okay job at this. All right. Uh, Got to ask it because I said at the beginning, no, nah, I'm not going to ask you who the major automobile manufacturer is. Uh, but you announced that milestone a couple weeks back of being able to produce spherical nano mm-hmm. less than 100 million uh, nanometers, nanometers, nanometers. nanometers but you need a little bit bigger. So how far away do you think you guys are as, because you did the hard part first, you mm-hmm. created the nano, you know, the under underneath hundred nanometers. How far do you think you guys are ballpark until you're able to officially ship that first order to the global auto manufacturer? Well, it might depend because that, that's, that's the funny part of my business. It might just be that they might, I might have people says, oh, now I want the hundred nanometers. That did not, that I did not know existed before. So that's that's the fun part of the way that the business is working. So people have to remember that the, the first generation machine is there for help us to, to start getting materials and testing and sending it to, 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 to clients or potential clients. But it's also there as a basically a test bed for the second machine, which is the key one, the one that's going to start to generate, demonstrate we have commercial scalability. So we have multiple demands going everywhere from hydrogen, from universities, there, university there's different clients asking for materials. So we're busy. Thanks for joining us, Bernard. Exciting press release today. We're going to hold you to it though on getting back to everybody on what's the cost of the Trekkie. Uh, when can we mm-hmm. order the first one? I don't want to order the first one though until I know I can use the HPQ powders in it. I don't want to use whatever the existing, I want to use the HPQ powder. So. Mm-hmm. Why it doesn't change anything? It's like we're, we're in the right spot. It's, it's, it's just the beginning. Demonstrate. Look at the bright side. You can start with those powders, and then later on, you can have the much more efficient HPQ. I'll make sure I have yeah. a logo on it. Well, find out because I know there are people at home who want to who want to mm-hmm. order. I definitely want to order one uh, because I want to be part of history. I want to be one of the I want to be the one of the first guys to have the Atari panel. You know, those original Ataris nowadays are going for hundreds of thousands of dollars, whoever's kept one. I, I happen to know an investor who had an original out-of-the-box Apple model, and his wife decided to clean up and threw it out. <laughs> now he's got to throw her out. Now she's lost. No, nah, I don't think so, but nah. still. All right. Well, we'll we'll wait for the we'll wait for the pricing on the Trekkie and availability. Uh, yeah. But congratulations! Today was a much bigger day than I think a lot of people realize, and you coming on today helps uh, shed some light and clarify that. So congratulations on another big step, Bernard. 
and looking forward to having you back on the Agorcom Bernard Show. The George and Bernard Show. From the garage. Yeah, from the garage. Well, you know, if you remember the Muppet Show, we're probably going to sound more like the two old guys in the balcony. Uh, as long as we're in a balcony, because a lot of people on our original videos, right? They said, it looks like you guys are in your garage. Looks like George in a garage. Yep. So hopefully we've come a long way since then. But more importantly, HBQ is coming incredible. You know what? Don't say it too loud. Somebody's going to find out one of those old videos and plop it forward. Ah, not difficult. They're, they're sitting there on YouTube. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Bernard. For everybody at home, you've been watching. Or if you've been listening to uh, Tim by podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, your favorite podcast platform to Bernard Turion, Chairman CEO of HPQ Silicon, trades on the Venture Exchange on the stock symbol HPQ. For those of you new to the story, do your due diligence. Uh, we've been telling people to do the due diligence for the last four or five years and every step of the way, some have done their due diligence and are being rewarded. Others have not and wondering if they still should be. Do due diligence, get to Agoracom, take a look at the profile page to come up to speed. We know there's a lot of high tech here. That's not the easiest to understand. So we lay it out for you. But then make sure you get over to the HPQ Silicon website. You can see the address right above Bernard's head, hpqsilicon.com. Do due diligence the 12 months from now. You don't say, we didn't tell you so. Have a great day. Talk to you next time.